0: This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. Well, I've been having an out-of-body experience here for uh, about uh, 36 hours. I got in on Tuesday. Uh, the, the place is um, really haunted for me in the, the best possible way. Uh, being here from the mid-'80s to the mid-'90s, was really one of the great adventures of my life. Um, I'm, I'm going to read uh, this poem, Rock Creek. Uh, before I started working on it, I had written another poem called Rock Creek, uh, a kind of love poem in uh, cross rhyme quatrains. And with time, I came to feel that um, as much as I liked the poem, it... Um, It didn't really capture the experience of the creek adequately and um, uh, that there was uh, another kind of poem that I was feeling impelled to write. And so I set out to write it uh, and uh, it took me a a few years. Rock Creek, as Bob said, is a tributary about 75 miles long. It starts in Maryland and runs through the district, uh, joins the Potomac and goes out to the Atlantic It's um, it's a site of American history. It's a site of uh, eons of uh, prehistory, uh, secret histories, and uh, personal histories. And in the poem, it's a site of memory and conscience, too. Uh, You'll hear in the poem, my voice fuses at times with uh, the voice of Walt Whitman, uh, the great time and space traveler, Uh, and... Uh, It's not the Whitman of the poems, but the Whitman of the letters and the diaries and journals. He had spent many, many years in Washington, D.C. He um, came down from New York uh, having heard that his brother had been wounded. And after his brother uh, was better and and rejoined his regiment, Whitman stayed on in D.C. and tended to the wounded and the sick of both the Confederate and the Union armies as a kind of angel nurse. This poem also is called Rock Creek, and it starts with a kind of overture. And then it moves in time, and um, I may cut some passages as we go. And introduce some others. But it's in kind of like sequence. of, um, um, of um, It's like a time sequence. Shifting around in time. Rock Creek. Cutting away through stone to see what's there. Not how things appear. Earth blood without style, never at rest. What settles in it, red on the surface ripples, meandering forward. Eddying back, swirling, turbid, intricate plates of water from the bottom rising, turning upside down, striking bank before returning to stream center. Original current, indifferent to the play of light, crystalline, (coughs) ideal forms, a static lie. Rather, as Leonardo saw, a motion resembling hair. One must take five days to place water in a picture. While a splash erupts into corona, its rim breaking into spills of droplets like the secret structure of rainfall, scalloped edges of water joining water in common coils, spawning vortices, streamlines detaching as they hit fluorescent storm-swept traffic cones, glowing half-submerged, shedding eddies rushing faster by tightening gorge, squeezed, self-amplifying transmission as one flow drives another motion, altering force driving that motion. Like Coltrane, stretching tight vibrato phrases, incremental shifts of pitch and tone, the place it's going, unknown, excited, viscous harmonies, continuously born, devoured, Cascades of smaller scales, circulating air streams, the unregarded river of our life, an overflow of meanings with no speech, undirected as prisoners of Guantanamo, flooding cells in protest, each drinking 18 bottles of water in an hour. And the breath preaches one man, having heard it from his father, the breath moved upon the face of the waters. While another speaks, ex-con activist, Rye observer at the crossroads, how the system is hustling backward. That uh, ex-con activist was um, uh, Petey Green, uh, a DC figure who um, became a radio broadcaster. He was an ex-con and did a lot to... Stem the violence of the riots in the 60s in DC. His middle name, turns out, was Ralph Waldo. Not a river of history like the Potomac, big muddy highway, Washington dreamed would connect the capital to a bountiful interior budging west. Make him rich and keep the money moving to bind all parts together by one indissoluble band, the founding's first boondoggle, designated by law for the seat of empire. No, Rock Creek's histories converge as branches braiding like Scooby-Doo, a single spiral nodding that children weave to hold their keys. It makes just one boundary at the Verdon Valley where L'Enfant walked in greatcoat surveying space, so every homestead of the nation would feel the influence of its streets radiating outward enslave,s slaves, trees to open them, metabolize sardines and salt pork to pry up stumps, haul, and cut sandstone for buildings housing classical moral sentiments that shan't stop the flow of profits. Neither Rome nor home Rock Creek is a passage where Whitman wanders after dispensing fruit syrups, good and strong, but innocent, mixed with ice water to young men missing limbs, thirsty, coated with murk and sweat in the Patent office hospital. The 930 Club is not named for a time, but a place it used to be, 930 F Street now in a building on V, once broadcasting 1120 on your radio. Inside, my son plays drums in a band with other nine-year-olds trying to rock the judges panel 11 a.m. on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. And the parents are pumped, pulling for their kids on stage, discreet loud screening of their own projections. Is it strange to hear children play their parents' music? The history of styles like scarves claimed from an old trunk that's never put away. They lend me a problem with the language. Fugazi, 25 years ago. But still, I was caught with my hand in the till. Up the street at Howard, Don Bird's Blackbirds, walking in rhythm, hit big. But it's Rock Creek, doing it in the park, doing it after dark that laid down a track in 75 for Eric B. and Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, Grandmaster Flash, Massive Attack, the gold spinning still, the chorus floating with Jay Jones's flute on a current sampled by a cloud precipitating the next good sound. Oak, tulip, poplar, beech and laurel, holly, dogwood on the hills, Sycamore, red maple, wet, tolerant, all along the floodplain, through steep ravines, gentle sloping hills, grassy meadows, and the stretch of rapid south of Military Road. The succession war, captured in a street sign now, as frenzied commuter route, where 20,000 years ago, nomad sharpened fluted points for caribou, elk, moose, black bear, Mastodon and Mammoth, the spring fed tributaries feeding into open stream are sewer lines underground. Silt and sand choke off the creek mouth at Whitehurst Freeway, where ships ran up to P Street from Potomac's crowd of masts, and gristmills, lions, deacons, parrot, pierce, Columbian, all ran out of time to grind. And Benjamin Stoddart. Merchant, first secretary of the Navy, who bought up land to create the capital, now names the kitty soccer team, an elementary school, in limbo, neither remembered nor forgotten. If Rock Creek is a passage, what will I find there in its leaves and pages, legible by moonlight, having passed by the White House of future poems? It's sentries at the gates, silent, pacing in blue overcoats, stopping you not at all, but eyeing you with sharp eyes, whichever way you move. Whichever way you move, with me now from hospital to hospice of the creek, the pallid face of wounded light your way, and in the air, the moisture on the lip of the Sekesh boy. His fine, large frame... Patient, mute survivor of the butcher's shambles, his arm tossed on the departing amputation cart. Little he knew, poor, death-stricken boy, the heart of the stranger that hovered near, talked to him a little, but not much, moved closer, held his hand, and moves now, in creek shadows, searching, fluid and firm. There's the cavalry camp on the hill, and fixed-pitch droning of an Ozark juice harp. Its tart plucked notes, opening melodic overtones, bring to mind parted teeth and metal tongue vibrating freely. Whiskey-wet mouth resonator. So refreshing, these hearty, bright, intuitive American young men, experienced with all their youth, their vocal play moves one more than books. Bloody pieces of muslin fill buckets by one who follows me. I carry him wherever I go, his great dark eyes with a glaze already upon them, the choking faint but audible in his throat, and the surgeon who left him without prospect to death. He must yield the field and forget. And the population of the army bedded in the makeshift wards, is more numerous than the whole of Washington, some 30 or 40 such collections, each holding 70,000 men. I use them as landmarks in my rambling outside the district of wounds, sickness, and death. What will I find there, then, if Rock Creek is a passage? The crown of haze around the moon, like stardust, inked around the gunner's nipple. Something veiled, abstracted, dark columns moving through the night, and I stand, unobserved in the darkness, and watch them long, my own longing charged with the intimacies of the ward. But when I join the soldiers along the creek or defending the capital behind earthworks, acres of felled trees, hewn branch barriers with sharpened points, They invite me to declaim poetical pieces, read the Bible, and we play an amusing game called the game of 20 questions. If Rock Creek is a passage, what will I find there below terraced bluffs, overcasting intemperate fall freshet conveying fragmented stone tools of the Algonquin, quartzite, slate, jasper, flint, past Teddy Roosevelt, pounding down a routine, rough cross-country jaunt, overtaking Quincy Adams, listening to the singing of a thousand birds along beds of shallow estuary out to sea. In the mind's perpetual playback, the boys and I stand a stone's throw from Pierce Mill, performing Tashlich on Rosh Hashanah, casting off our sins in the body of breadcrumbs tossed into the stream, We try to track them out of sight, alert to blue-back herring plucking some down. With no lids, their eyes are always open. Like God, they do not sleep. They do not avoid the net. Nothing is exhausted if it returns to itself. As rich veins run without celestial fallings from cloud nor collected lake dropping down, so it is living water exploiting its own nature to be preserved in the seed that never falls nor changes. A dream. Whereas, from the surface of silence, under the pressure of river wonder that moves through the green heights, the old woman in the parking lot of Giant grabbed me by my arm on my way to the car, four bags of ice in hand for the school football team. A warm September Saturday, the bags begin to drip. What does she want? She can't open the back hatch of her van, the electronic key. It's not hers. It's borrowed. She's just been evicted. Her muddy brown eyes are enormous. I can see the shadowy mounds of domestic debris in the beat up oatmeal colored van. Does she need to buy something, some food? No, she has recycling to drop off. She has to drop off her recycling. How do you open the back? The ice is dripping. The cubes are fusing and they're melting. Her fragility and panic gripping me. I lay the bags down on the warm tarmac and show her how the key works. She takes the key, tries to open the door. She can't do it. I show her again how the key works. Just press it here, hold it. The hatch opens, and I lift it up. She'll never be able to reach that high to close it herself. She takes the key and practices opening the doors and locking them while I grab some empty bottles to carry to the bins. Not those, she yells. Those stay. Okay. Which, these? No, not those. Okay, these? These? No, 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 no. I just want to finish to help her and go. Where is she driving to? She stares at me. From the plastic bags, a stream of ice melt is running along the contours and cracks of the blacktop, picking up grains of dust and carrying them away. A passage And what I find there, swifty moving water increased by rain, coarse-toothed box elder leaves, vessels in the current passing through the reflections, ruffling on the surface. Some submerged like thoughts you hardly know you're thinking. They're moving too, and others still dropping have yet to reach the boundary. What did the furniture maker find there between oak and poplar shading the western ridge? As a boy, he'd go out looking for coon's bones, bones of the vole, mouse, rat, feathers of gnatcatcher, bunting, bobolink, jay. We're like animals, he'd think. We come and go, and you never know what you're going to find. On his walk that May 22, 2002, he could hear passing cars along Broad Branch in the distance. That's where he found the bones of the Bureau of Prisons intern, Chandra Ann Levy, of the San Joaquin Valley. The scandal of her disappearance forgotten after 9-11. Soon, maps of Rock Creek replaced maps of Afghanistan on TV. And cadaver dogs searched wildflower and trout lily, butterfly weed, and spicebush understory. And they found more bones than expected in Grove 17. 17. Ingmar Adelaide Guandique, the immigrant from El Salvador, grew up in a hamlet outside San Miguel in a family of poor farmers of cotton, rice, and corn. He worked construction in D.C., and his girlfriend waited tables at Cactus Cantina, where we go sometimes to escape the luxury of our own kitchen. When he killed her, if he killed her, the one he didn't know, Did the sound of water cascading over boulders and merging with traffic noise echoing through the ravine join sound of the Rio Grande, drops of river finding a way into the canal of his open ear? Was it the hex the mother of his boy put on him when child support dried up? Or was it the culminating course of killings that started with his father, pressed into joining leftist guerrillas fighting military junta death squads backed by Reagan in the 80s. His father, one of 75,000 killed in civil war, dumped on a country road that flowed backward to the proxy wars of Kolodnaya Vojna. The vision of all that happened with my daughter being out there in Rock Creek, said Susan Levy to a reporter. The skeletal remains... It's there still, in my mind. Among cinnamon fern and woodroach, I too and others see them not far from where I find myself, walking along the creek. In the adobe house Guan Di grew up in, with a roof of tree branches, an open cooking pit in the middle of a dirt floor, mixing spores and fungus outside ancient Piscataway wigwam, in the beatings his mother gave him, And the man who married her, not his father, who lay unburied on the road, and who found his bones, whether or not his son is guilty, far from the deep, loud, long, accusing, rumbling roar I hear of zoo lions at sunset from across Duke Ellington Bridge. Skipping some parts here. And moving to a passage in which I imagine uh, Whitman visiting the soldiers in uh, Walter Reed uh, Army Hospital in Bethesda, Maryland, who've been wounded in the Gulf War. Because he can do that. He's Walt Whitman. If Rock Creek is a passage, what will I find there? Young men obeying the events and occasions about them, unaware of their own nature. The sick, poor wrecks and phantoms coming along 7th Street, passing slowly up from the steamboat wharf with loads. And amid the woods, mud huts and mule teams, heaps of forage, hay, horse carcass, and old flags shot through with fragments, silk-stained fringed as with the sword, and nearby, the soldiers sleeping. Whoever can write the story? Quite often, they arrive at the rate of a thousand a day, and every day in the district papers, they print the hospital directories. Often at Walter Reed, I go distributing myself and the contents of my pockets, good jelly, spiced fruit, pickle, tobacco, undershirts drawers stockings writing paper envelopes pencils licorice raspberry vinegar pipe horehound candy a comb a toothpick lots of them have grown to expect as i leave at night that we should kiss each other sometimes quite a number i know what is in their hearts always waiting though they may be unconscious of it themselves the soldiers know how to love too when once they have the right person and the right love offered them you see how I'm running off into the clouds exiting I passed the old finishing school for young ladies now the Forest Glen dead pastoral with its Japanese pagoda and Dutch windmill the Robin Hood Deli Where I pick up some vagabond literature, the center's hero handbook, lost under piles of the Rock Creek Free Press tabloid. Does the United States maintain a plan for the continuity of government through suspension of the Constitution? Did the CIA kill Jimi Hendrix? And what about the stagnant pools of money the states keep from the national economy? Reassure your child that the family member injured is still the same person, even though he or she may look different. Use accurate language when describing the family member's injury. If you say the loved one lost a limb, the child may think it was simply misplaced. Teach your child the vocabulary of the injury. Knowing words such as prosthesis, Rehabilitation and physical therapy can take out the mystery and help your child feel more in control. Give your child something to bring. Common reactions include crying, clinging, searching, regression to earlier behaviors, repetitive play or talk, fighting, tantrums, outbursts, withdrawal, regression to earlier behaviors, Sleep difficulty, acting as if the person is not injured, increased fear, anger, bullying, denial, self-blame, fluctuating moods, fear of separation or being alone, headaches, stomach aches, difficulty concentrating at school. While powerless to protect military children from difficult life experiences, there are ways we can work together to make transformations as positive as possible. Are you experienced? Have you ever been experienced? Many injured experience nightmares, unwanted thoughts, impatience, flashbacks, irritability, avoidance, numbness, guilt, shame, grief, depression, lack of trust, negative self-image and view of the world, and increased arousal is also a common response. Remember, go slowly. Don't try to make up for lost time. Rock Creek is a passage. It is not a law. One follows it before understanding. You follow it like your parents' music till the good sound is a new good sound changed into something you make yours. There is a place in the creek where you might step into the same water twice, where the downstreaming vortex opens and makes its way back up along the bank, turning at a concave boulder where turning water wore it away. And that streamline turning and moving downstream then veers toward the bank and makes its way back up. If the sun's out, it's hard to see. It's clearer when it's cloudy. There's less reflected light. Spring shad, hang in the slacks, their launch over the baffles delayed to breathe more before they fire up the ladder of origin to spawn in pools they dreamed of in the tides of larger waters. When you step into the creek, you're still outside it. Therefore, outside of it, you feel the water moving through you. The logic may seem false, but the sudden chill will make you freeze. And what you find there in the passage, as the sun goes down, is the shadow of the shag bark, lengthening on the water, until the longer coursing shadow drinks it up to carry it away. As if it were a kind of rain, like words that continue the silence, undirected by any motive, it mixes with the dust, And on the bodies of animals enters the colder stream. Thank you. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.